Love Yours, an experimental podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Love Yours. I'm Charlotte Tahira and we are powering through this book. Charlemagne the God, Black Privilege, Opportunity Comes to Those Who Create It. We're on chapter, or as Charlemagne likes to call them, principle five. Put the weed in the bag. I literally thought this whole principle was going to be more tales of Charlemagne's drug street lifestyle. But actually, I feel like, and I feel like I said this every episode, I feel like this episode really connected to my soul, like really on a next level so far I feel like this has been the most useful principle in the book so the focus of it is about following your instincts and that instincts are literally everything and Charlemagne talks about how like his whole journey that's what he's done he's followed his instincts and do you know what there's times where I've done that where I thought I thought I needed to do something and someone looking in from the outside would be like, why are you passing this up or why are you moving away? Or, But my heart was telling me that was the right move to make. Instincts are real. I mean, they literally are your gut telling you what your heart and your mind want to do. So I think following them is important. He talks about working for free. And being a good intern rather than expecting anything. Now, I definitely have done a lot of free work in my history. Um, I literally was a volunteer for like a minimum of 10 hours a week. It was more like 20 hours a week. When I did my first radio show on a community station. And I also did four months volunteering or interning. At the first big commercial station I worked as as a producer. He says that to be a good intern you have to not have any expectations. And I learned this the hard way. I still think the delivery could have been better. But I'll never forget one of my presenters like calling me up to shout at me. Because I'd been so frustrated that the station had promised to give me my travel expenses as a minimum. And because I didn't have receipts they weren't going to reimburse them but they didn't tell me originally to keep receipts. I mean, now I just know to keep receipts. But at the time, this was my first time doing this. And my argument was, but you've seen me here every single day. So you know that I've had to travel to get here. And I was at the time so broke, so tired. Like this meeting about receipts was actually about to make me late for my bar job, which was paying my bills. And so I remember leaving and as I left, I shut the door and it slammed in my anger and I got a call from the presenter going, who do you think you are slamming that door? Literally shouting at me like he was my father. And that was the first time I realised that even though I volunteered for the last four months, doing antisocial hours, going above and beyond, not to expect anything, just to do a good job so I really agree with Charlemagne about that working for free and being good while working for free is really undervalued especially these days everyone wants something like straight away everyone wants to see the results 
thanks to socials, like people think this 24 hour success stories are real things. They're not. They're probably people who work for free but just didn't want to promote that because it was embarrassing because they were working for free. <laughs> and he says that ambition is great, but you need to use it wisely. So basically, ambition is a great thing, but you need to know who you're talking to and you need to know the relationship of that person because I can talk to my partner about any ambition in the world, any dream, any goal, any desire. Do I then share that with my line manager? No. Charlemagne basically was explaining that sometimes you can come off as overambitious and you overstep the mark in the current position that you're in. And as much as it's great to have these ambitions, sometimes keep your cards close to your chest. You don't need to share every ambition with everyone you meet. For one, they're just going to think you have a massive ego. And for two, they may use it against you down the line. Like, you don't want to put something out there ahead of its time. So I thought that was a really clever statement that ambition, use it wisely because you can really overuse it or oversell yourself before your time. There's a lot of things I learned from this. So he also talks about knowing when to negotiate money and when to see the opportunity over the check. He says, are you in this for the long haul or the check? This is something that comes up a lot in the radio and music business. You'd be surprised how many brands... I've done something with as a gesture of goodwill and then when they have got a budget or when they have got a really great paid opportunity I'm the top of their list this happens to me all the time partly because I'm a bit too generous (laughs) so like I just give out free information or free work or whatever it may be it may just be like a consultation but it actually and it doesn't always because some people will just abuse your generosity but the majority of the time if you're working with a respectable brand the opportunity is always more important than the check because once they book you to do something and you do it as well as someone who would do it who's getting paid well they just think imagine if we was paying her what she would do And then that's why the next time they come around, then you're in a position to negotiate even better because I've already given you something now. So now if you need something more from me, let's talk money. There's also sometimes when you can actually negotiate yourself out of an opportunity by expecting too much or by putting a price too high. Now I'm not saying undervalue yourself, but definitely know the brand you're talking to, okay? I do a lot of work with the Roundhouse, which is a charity organisation. I'm not going to go to the Roundhouse with the same sort of figures for a service as I'm going to go to Barclays, a corporate company. So know who you're negotiating with. Do some research into the company because that makes a big difference as well. The other thing he talks about, and this to me is that I didn't, I knew this already. People say it all the time, but it's not a joke. The industry is absolutely tiny tiny my main job now is at the bbc and i guarantee you 
that whenever I walk in the BBC 8th floor, I see either someone from the Roundhouse or someone from Represent. All the people who I was training up with at Roundhouse and Represent now work at the BBC. So imagine if when I was at Roundhouse or Represent, I was a horrible person. How awkward would it be for me now at work? Being surrounded by people who know who I am, used to work with me, and already don't like me before they've even met the grown-up Charlotte. Because obviously, I've changed a lot in the years that I've been in the industry. The industry is absolutely tiny. In fact, every industry is tiny. So just bear that in mind. It's just about basic human decency. Just don't be an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Charlemagne even says that common reasons people fall off is their attitudes and their managers. Like, just that alone. Just don't have an attitude and don't work with anyone who has an attitude because they represent you and then you're guilty by association. I've asked my husband to manage me, partly because he knows the industry, partly because I trust him more than anyone I know and partly because he will let me also make some managerial decisions without trying to control me too much so really if you're thinking about getting a manager really make a considered choice don't just pick anyone because they say they can do x y or z for you because until you know their style and their personality they may be representing you wrong another key that he says and i really need to start doing this i really need to start listening to this sleep is key (laughs) he actually said when you sleep god does maintenance on your soul it's a bit deep isn't it i've been sleeping a lot more recently and i've actually been managing to nap sometimes as well on less busy days and i do feel better for it but i really need to get into sleeping because i've never been a good sleeper i've always been a bit of a night owl nocturnal And I can see how it affects my memory, my productivity, my creativity. So sleep, 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 sleep. There used to be a term, hashtag, there used to be a term, hashtag no days off. That term is a load of rubbish. Don't listen to that. Rest is key for maintenance on your soul. in that tone brings me on to my next point he talks about the illuminati and why it's a load of rubbish and how hard people he's seen work get to where they are and how hard he's had to work to get to where he is so he hates when people come along and be like oh you've made it because you've done x y or z i'm not gonna lie before i entered the industry i definitely believed in the illuminati until i started watching people who were much more successful than me and and noticing how hard they actually work and that's when I realized that the Illuminati is a load of rubbish so for any conspiracy theorists listening it's a load of rubbish there's I mean yes some people do sleep their way to the top some people do sleep with people to get ahead but do those people actually have longevity in their careers or do they have a short-term spike of success Charlemagne also says something really valuable that people don't do enough and that is also one of the reasons I started this podcast because I miss being on air don't wait for the industry put yourself on 
F your social life. If your friends support you, they'll understand. And it's true. This is why my circle's so small. If you'd have met me when I first started, a good seven years ago, I would have told you I had hundreds of friends. Just my uni circle alone was like over 100 people. Then I had my end circle, which was about 40 people. Then I had like my college and secondary school friends, which was another at least 20. And then I started to make industry friends. Now, on a serious note, there's like three people who I call on. And that doesn't mean I haven't got more than three friends. I have, but I mean the core circle. They know who they are. There's like three of them. They're like my core circle. Then there's another circle of about 10 people who are really good friends, really good friends. Like not associates, really good friends who I meet up with for lunch, who I call to moan about life, like... Then there's another circle of like distant friends and then there's another circle of like associates and then there's another circle of like colleagues. But my point is there's about three core people who you could ask at any given time a question about my life and they'd be able to answer it because there's not that many people who know the ins and outs of my personal life and it's good. Keep it that way. Then you don't have to disappoint people. Also, it's a lot of hard work to be a good friend, you know, to actually be a good friend. It's not a part-time job. It's a full-time job. That's what people forget. So principle five, loads of lessons. Follow your instincts. Work for free, but work well for free. Ambition's great, but know when to use it. Know when to negotiate. The industry's tiny. Your attitude is everything. The Illuminati doesn't exist. And don't wait for anyone else to put yourself on. Focus on you. Make yourself the priority. So I've stepped away from the book for this week's quote. Mainly because the quotes in this principle were more related to religion. And I don't want this to be tied to any religion to put anyone off. So this week's quote comes from Emma Stone and she said, actress Emma Stone, I rely on my instincts and intuition and I feel it's so imperative for people to follow not the path but their path. Absolutely love that. So let me know your thoughts on this week's episode. Give me a comment, share with someone who needs to hear, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Drop me a DM and I'll talk to you on the next episode love yours an experimental podcast